Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Girl, this is episode 100 of the podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you're here. And of course, we're going to celebrate. And we're also going to dive into a topic that I know you're going to vibe with, which is I'm going to give you five steps to get out of your own damn way to do that thing that's on your heart. Because I am so feeling this so hard today. And I do have to share with you, this podcast, it started as an idea that I actually announced on social media because I had a gut feeling I wanted to do it. But I told people I was doing it before it had a name or a mic or even knew how to record a podcast. And the night that I announced it, my fiance, Cena and I actually went to a music store because we didn't understand like what was required for a podcast. So we thought that we were going to have to fill our guest room with all sorts of like foam to block the sound. Spoiler alert, you definitely don't have to do that. But it's just so funny to think of how it started and how crazy the ripple has been from that one tiny decision to get out of my own damn way and do it, which is why I want to talk to you about this topic. And girl, real talk, if we were sitting across from each other having coffee, which is how I always visualize us when I'm recording these episodes, especially because I'm by myself technically, well, with my dog on my foot, I would jump across the table, probably knock over our Americanos, and I would hug you so aggressively and probably burst into some weird tears because I'm so grateful for you. And I'm grateful for your support of this podcast and for all of the messages that I've got from people that have tagged it, maybe yourself or messages like saying that the podcast has helped you in a meaningful way to like change the course of your life. Like what? That's incredible. And I do have to share with you guys, we have had some amazing guests, which if you've listened to any of the interview episodes, you know, these guests come on and they just bring freaking fire. And they're so honest about everything they've learned in their journey. They share their content, their book insight, just like everything. And every single time I have a guest on the show, they are blown away by the feedback that they get from you because you're tagging the podcast and saying all of your takeaways. And it's so cool when they get to come onto a show and then just get to instantly feel the love and support that their episodes hit home with you. So thank you so much for doing that. And, you know, random tangent, but I often get asked with a newer podcast, how I've gotten a lot of these big name guests on it. And I get most of them on the show by sliding into their DMs with an awkward video, just being my quirky self and asking them. And then it's so cool because they are often in this space where they tell their friends how much this podcast community supported them. And I'll keep you in the loop when Ellen, Oprah, and Brene Brown, who all have weird video messages for me in their DMs on Instagram, get back to me and jump on the show. Um, But real talk... I'm just so grateful for you. And I wanted to take today to share with you some tips to help you get out of your own damn way. But I also wanted to really just take a second to acknowledge and celebrate you before we dive in. And I wanted to loop you in. We're doing a giveaway. Two listeners in honor of the 100th episode are going to get a $100 gift card and a mini trampoline for funsies. Because why not, right? 
So you get one entry if you share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Keisha.Fitzgerald with one of your takeaways from today and tag a girlfriend that might vibe with it. And you also get one entry if you go over to my Instagram and look at my giveaway post and follow the instructions there. So girl, again, before we dive in, I just wanted to truly thank you. Like, I hope you can feel my genuine emotion towards how freaking grateful I am for you. From the bottom of my heart, you have made this podcast, this hundred episodes that we've done together, so freaking rewarding. And I'm, I'm honestly just so grateful. So I respect your time. I like to think of us like girlfriends, like I said. So I want to share some tangible steps that will help you get out of your own damn way. I've got five. So let's dive in. Step number one, eliminate the phrase, I can't do that. And instead, try subbing in, I don't care about doing that. And I don't want to put the effort in to make it a priority. So I'm choosing not to do it. Sit with that for a second. Because if when you say that you don't want to put the effort in because it's not a priority and you don't care, if that does not feel good, that is great feedback. And you need that feedback because it means that you're on the right track, that that thing on your heart is the right thing that you should be doing. We just got to eliminate I can't and look for the reasons why you can. And sometimes it's just a confidence thing to get us to take action. So here's a quick trick that helps me. You've got to take a second. If you have kids, I don't know, have your husband or your mom or your wife wrangle them or just put them in front of the TV with a Disney movie. We're not judging you. Or if you're not a mom, girl, you're not too busy. Say no to the plans that don't feel like a hell yes and give yourself a second to think without interruptions about your freaking life. Point is, whatever stage of life you're in, do what you need to do to sit down uninterrupted with pen and paper and challenge yourself to make a list of all of the things that you have done that you thought that maybe you couldn't do. Because when you look at that list, you're going to realize you have done so many hard things in your life that are so much more difficult than fill in the blank of whatever that thing is that you're trying to start or you know take action on. So yes, you're capable. Yes, you're worth it. You just need to give yourself that confidence boost to freaking go. So that's tip number one. Step number two, I want you to actually make a list of the things that you need, the real resources that are required to do the thing. Is it time? Is it money? Is it knowledge? Sometimes it's actually none of those. It's more just like a conversation so that you can actually start. Um, Sometimes seeing it on paper and that there's not that much that you need to actually do can help alleviate stress and get you taking action. And I will proactively say, because I know some of you are going to come to me with this, that you're like, ah, I made this huge list and now I'm overwhelmed. There's so many things on it. I challenge you to really look at your list and audit it. Are those things on your list nice to have? Or are they required? For example, say you were starting a podcast. Yes, it's nice to have a headset. Definitely not required. You can record a podcast on your iPhone. It's nice to have an editor. Definitely not required. You can Google for free how to edit a podcast, right? Sometimes our brains do this crazy thing where it's trying to, you know, our brain is trying to protect us and keep us safe because they're not wired naturally to support us in like, stepping outside or leaping outside of our comfort zones in order to grow. So they like to create this sense that it's going to be overwhelming or scary to do something new. And then when we're in that state, we make these lists. And sometimes it seems like there's a ton of things that we need to do, but really it's, it's not that big of a deal. 
rip the bandaid, do one tiny thing and just go. Give yourself permission to change the idea later if you need to, but you can't just sit there in analysis paralysis expecting for your thing like to fall in your lap or your dream life to come true. You've got to go out there and do it. So figure out what you actually need and what's that extra fluffy stuff. Then step number three, to really hit this home, I wanted to create its own step for this concept. Pretend if you don't have a daughter, pretend you have one or you have a best friend or someone that's really important to you that you love that came to you with a big goal or an idea for her life that she wanted to create or she wanted to make come true. And you're going to approach your own idea with that logic. Because isn't it funny how we will get so creative for other people's dreams or goals, but with our own, we make it seem like this overwhelming, daunting, like massive mountain of a task for ourselves. What if you just gave advice to yourself that you would give to someone that you love? Think of it like you are helping quote unquote her, whoever that important her is to you. What type of language are you going to be using when you're talking to her? I guarantee you, you're not going to tell her that she's stupid or that her idea is stupid or she'll never make it happen. You're not going to tell her that she's not smart enough or capable enough or she doesn't have time. You're going to help her get creative to figure out the how. You're going to tell her she can do it and you're going to help her find a way. So girl, take that advice for yourself and freaking go because someone out there needs to see you doing that damn thing and you need to do it so you don't live your own life with shoulda, woulda, coulda and die on your deathbed on a TBD day because we don't know how many days we have with regret. So you've got to do the thing. Now, to create an easier process to doing it, step number four, check in on your environment and intentionally infuse people in that get it. So when I say environment, the highest priority environment in my eyes is the one inside of our head, right? How we talk to ourselves because we are the person that is going to be with us every single day, every single minute for forever, ever until we die. But also the environments that we live in, like as in the people around us are heavily influencing us. So it's super important that those people's ideas are serving us or if they're not, that we're creating some space or that we're at least letting them know how support would look like if they were to give it to us and why it's important. So if there's someone around you that you would love support from, do they know that you would love their support? right? Like, have you actually talked to them? Do they know what supporting you looks like? Because girl, if not, you've got to have that conversation because sometimes we like to create this story that's not true, but we decide that we're alone and that nobody gets it and our significant other doesn't get it. But really we haven't even had a conversation. We need to learn how to communicate more effectively and honestly why this thing matters to us and have some conversations with people that are close to us so they feel looped in on our vision. So they don't feel like they're left behind or out of the loop and they don't understand why this matters. And here's the catch. Sometimes you don't have people around you that get it. And sometimes, unfortunately, you don't have people around you that want to support you even after you have those conversations, but you've still got to have that conversation so that you know that you can say that you did everything that you could do. And it's tough, but you still have to do that thing on your heart because it is in you for a reason. You don't want to resent that person later because you didn't do that thing that you felt called to do because you chose to let them hold you back. And you don't want to resent living somebody else's life because you didn't do that thing in your heart. So yes, Some of them will definitely, I guarantee this, come around when you stay the course and put your whole heart into this thing that you feel called to do. 
But in the meantime, it's really important to have people in your ear, right? Like through podcasts or books who have an energy that you vibe with, right? Like you and I are connected here. So hopefully you listen to this podcast and I can share some things that can help you, or you can borrow some of my belief in you until you can create that own belief in yourself. But on top of that, remember, girl, you also have a choice for how high on your priority list putting yourself out there to get more people in your life physically is, right? So attend the event, DM that stranger in your city, get out there. You're not going to meet people if you're sitting on your couch just thinking about it, right? But the point of all of that, check your environment, infuse people into your life that get it. You don't have to do this alone. And step number five, use comparison to serve you. I know what holds a lot of us back is that we look at other people. We think that they're doing it better than us. So we throw in the towel before we even start or as soon as it gets hard with one of these comments like, well, of course she can do this, but I could never do it. We forget, duh, they are better, but they have been doing this longer. They have spent more time developing themselves. They have failed and gotten back up more times than we've tried. They didn't just arrive at confident or arrive at success. And I know that we fundamentally know that, but sometimes when we're scared, we're coming from this place of lack or scarcity or like, woe is me. And sometimes we just forget. So I had to train my brain really hard on this, but I now look at other people who've accomplished things that I want to accomplish. And I think, sweet, the only difference between me and them is they've failed more. They've learned from those failures, applied those lessons to get better. So it looks like I just need to keep going and keep failing, right? Or I can acknowledge they've just worked harder, which is another thing that I can control, or they've been on the planet longer. So they've just had more life experience and more time to get there. And likely it's a combination of all of those things. But I can control my perception with a reframe of, of course, those people are doing it better, but that's okay. I'm going to get there on my timeline, my way. And finally, if you can really just like look at other people as proof that you can, right? Oh, you're a mom of two that you've decided that you want to do this thing. Has anyone else done it that's a mom of two? Absolutely. Go find her, celebrate her, and use her as proof that it's possible. Or my personal favorite as a non-mom, if you're a non-mom, this is helpful. Sometimes there's someone who isn't like you, like a mom, isn't like me, but she's got more on her plate than I do potentially. So I can use that as, well, what's my excuse? Looks like I need to go get it, right? So to recap, Step number one, eliminate the word, I can't do it. And seven, you know, I don't really care about doing it. I don't want to make it a priority. If that doesn't feel good, great. We're going to come up with reasons why you can. Step number two, make a list of what's actually required to do the thing. Not all that extra fluffy stuff. Step number three, pretend that you have a daughter or a bestie or someone that you love that came to you with a big goal and idea for her life and you are required to help her do it. And then apply that logic and that language that you would give to her to your own idea because you deserve it. Step number four, check in on the environment around you and infuse in people that get it through you know, their podcasts or their books until you can get those people in your real life, right? And number five, use comparison to serve you. Because girl, at the end of the day, real talk, you are going to have to buckle up, girl. You were given this dream to be a representation of what's on your heart or maybe to create what's not even created yet. This is a gift from the universe, God, Buddha, whatever you believe in, but it is your mission and your job to figure out how to get out of your own damn way to actually do that thing. And at the end of the day, we have a choice. 
We can choose to stay stuck and stay fearful, or we can look at all of the reasons why we can. We can choose to look at other people that we think are better than us. And instead of throwing in the towel, look at them as proof that they have failed more, worked harder, or been on the planet longer. So we can do it too. It's all a choice. It's all perspective. The craziest part, each choice builds our moments, which builds our days, our weeks, our months, our years. And over time, that makes our whole freaking life pretty freaking cool that the choice is always in our hands of how we approach our one shot here. Rip the bandaid, do the damn thing. And thank you again from the bottom of my heart for a hundred freaking episodes. Oh my gosh, we did it. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.